Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. .com, Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Chilly out there this morning. Freezes outside of the Beltway. Some upper 20s around the D.C. Metro. But this afternoon, it's back into the low 50s with some sunshine, light winds. A quiet weather pattern will continue. In fact, cloud cover may not even return until we get into Thursday of next week. Eventually, rain chances may be by next weekend. But still, that chance only at 30%. So the dry weather pattern at least does look to continue for the next seven to even 10 days. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans at the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees in both Upper Marlboro and Washington, D.C., 38 in Woodbridge at 959. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. Coming up... New information about what led up to the death of a local pastor's son. I'm Grace Newton. A deadly carjacking and shooting spree has claimed another victim. I'm Del Walters. Lawmakers move to protect the personal information of judges in Maryland. I'm Sarah Jacobs. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon. The U.S. and Britain have launched airstrikes against several militant sites in Yemen overnight. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan tells CBS's Face the Nation those airstrikes should have come as no surprise to the Iran-backed militants after last week's drone strike that killed Americans last week. When three service members were killed, of course... Iran knew that the United States would respond. So the idea that somehow this was telegraphed, uh, I think, is a bit more of a political talking point than uh, than a reality. On CNN, GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley spoke about how she would respond to that attack that killed the three yes, the three U.S. service members in Jordan. What Iran responds to is if you hit their money or if you hit their leadership. That's what we need to be focused on is making sure we go after that to give them the punch that they need. California is bracing for a major storm that will begin this afternoon and last for a few days. National Weather Service meteorologist Bob Orovic has the forecast. A lot of heavy rain, a lot of flash flood potential, totals of anywhere from 5 to 10 inches along the coastal ranges and towards the, the major cities of Los Angeles and the mountains just north of Los Angeles. So a lot of potential for flash flooding over the next few days. A storm warning will go into effect in California this afternoon and is expected to last until midweek. Chile's president says intense forest fires are burning around a densely populated area of central Chile and have caused at least 46 deaths. At least 1,100 homes have been destroyed. Firefighters are still struggling to contain those fires. CBS News projects President Biden has won South Carolina's Democratic primary. University of Virginia political analyst Larry Sabato says for now, it seems the president will be facing former President Trump in November, but other candidates could have a major impact. The real focus will be on some of these independent third-party candidates because they could easily sway this race one way or the other in the Electoral College, and they're likely... Uh, to hurt Biden more than they're going to hurt Trump. It's Grammy night with Trevor Noah hosting this year's award show. CBS's Cooper Lawrence has a look at some of the awards. Will Miley Cyrus be the sleeper win of the Grammys tonight? Music insiders think she's a shoe-in for album of the year. The 66th annual Grammy Awards will be hosted by comedian Trevor Noah. 
Lenny Kravitz and Ice Spice will be making appearances. You'll see performances by SZA, Dua Lipa, and Luke Combs, with a special number by icon Joni Mitchell. The Grammys airs tonight on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Cooper Lawrence, CBS News. And this is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 1003 at WTOP on this Sunday, February 4th. We're up to 41 degrees. Mix of clouds and sunshine today. Good morning to you. Thanks for being with us at this hour. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following for you. We're learning more about what led up to the mysterious death of a missing Virginia man, 22 years old. Fredericksburg police say Darius Apia's body was recovered from a creek in Hazel Run. But family and friends say he was last seen picking up food on his way home from work late last month. Apia was reported missing on January 25th. His family and friends have been tirelessly working since to find him, including creating a GoFundMe to raise money for a private investigator and reward funds. According to posts on social media, Darius was the son of two local pastors, Maxwell and Eunice Apia of Revelation City Church in Fredericksburg. His cause of death has not yet been determined, and police are asking anyone with information about his disappearance to contact them. Grace Newton, WTOP News. A second victim has died after a one-man crime spree in our area last week. The shooting happened at 9th and K Streets Northwest Monday night. It was the latest in a string of shootings and carjackings in D.C. in Prince George's County, Maryland. Mike Gill served on D.C.'s Board of Elections. He also worked as a chief of staff for the Commodity Futures Trading Commission during the Trump administration. Apparently, Gill was simply sitting inside his car when the suspect entered, shooting him. The string of shootings and carjackings spanned 12 hours in D.C. and in Maryland. The suspect was later shot and killed by police. Del Walters, WTOP News. It is 10.05. A Lyft driver charged in the alleged assault of a rabbi is now also linked to a burglary in the district. Court documents say 32-year-old Tyreek Myrick of Northwest has kicked his way into a home on R Street Northeast on January 13th after the residents canceled an Instacart order that took too long to arrive. He was apparently the delivery driver for that order, and he failed to deliver it on time. The victims canceled the transaction and the $15 tip that was connected. He then showed up, allegedly kicked in the door asking about his money, and took a laptop before leaving the house. He's also charged with assaulting a rabbi during a lift ride later in the month after that rabbi asked him to turn down the radio. Dan Quinn has now signed a contract to become the new coach, head coach that is, of the Washington Commanders. The team announced the hiring Saturday after reaching a verbal agreement with him earlier in the week. The former coach of the Atlanta Falcons spent the last three seasons as the Cowboys' defensive coordinator. Controlling owner Josh Harris praised him as an incredible leader, who brings out the best in his players and staff. There's also a buzz that former Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury may be next in line as offensive coordinator after he walked away from a deal to take that same position with the Raiders this weekend. Well, if a proposed arena and entertainment district is built in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, one major challenge will be transportation, getting people to and from the area without disrupting nearby neighborhoods. Now we're learning more about the transportation plan. The theme here seems to be a wider distribution 
of modes and nodes as opposed to a widening of infrastructure. WTLP traffic reporter Dave Dildon says transportation planners offered ways for event goers to get into the area without bringing more cars into the area. Off-site ride-sharing zones, for example, remote interception parking lots combined with ticket pricing incentives for those lots is unique. The bus rapid transit way is an asset and with the proposed enhancements might work. But he says the safeguards outline for homeowners depends on how rigorously they're enforced. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, some electric vehicles are now offering what they call a micro-lease. We'll keep you up to date there. It's 10.07. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Sunday to you. It's 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Over to Steve Dresner in the traffic center. And good morning, Ralph Fox. We're going to start off in Virginia. Fairfax still dealing with a crash on the eastbound side of 66 after Nutley Street. Well, within the crash, we also have a broken-down truck. Here's the bottom line. It's a center lane that does get you by, and over in the express lanes, we do have the right side also blocked, causing a bit of a delay. Otherwise, we're good to go over on the westbound side, all clear from the Roslyn Tunnel out to Front Royal. Staying in Virginia, traffic moving nicely. Both directions on the Beltway, no current issues along I-395. We're all clear from the 14th Street Bridge to the Springfield Interchange. I-95... Also traveling incident-free, nothing in your way from the Springfield Interchange down to the Fredericksburg area. Over in Maryland, quiet both directions on the Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. No current issues along 95 or the BW Parkway between the two Beltways. Pretty quiet trip on 270 as well as Route 50, all clear from the Capitol Beltway out to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Sunny skies over the Chesapeake as well. We do have two lanes open eastbound, three westbound, no issues along Route 301 or at the nice Mac Middleton Bridge. Do you want to test an electric car? We'll plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X, it's only at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now look at your weather forecast. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Sunshine on repeat through Wednesday. Then some more clouds will start to stream in Thursday and Friday. And our temperatures will hold steady, upper 40s to low 50s throughout the rest of the work week. But climbing temperatures starting Friday mid to upper 50s. Saturday will be in the 60s likely with some mostly cloudy conditions and a slight chance for rain. I do think better rain chances will return by next week. In fact, next Monday or Tuesday, already up to around 40%. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans of the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees in Gaithersburg, 42 in Arlington. Lanham checking in at 41 degrees. All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. 
Lots of us are curious about electric cars, but we're reluctant to take the plunge. Bloomberg reporter Kyle Stock says so-called micro-leases of as little as six months are an increasingly popular way for the EV curious to try one out. It's somewhere between a traditional lease and a car rental, and you're seeing it from dealerships, and directly from car brands. And while any car can be micro-leased, it's most common among EVs. It's a whole technology transition, so a lot of drivers are interested or curious, but they're not comfortable. They want to give it a try with an EV out. They're also popular among EV startups to overcome resistance to little-known brands. They can get someone in to try their brand and once they have them in the door, they figure they have a better shot at keeping them. Polestar has been a leader in micro-leases since launching its so-called flexible lease program in October. Roughly half of its customers have taken advantage of it. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, we'll get some insight into the presidential race as well as the South Carolina primary that took place yesterday. Stay with us. It's ten eleven. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. 1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979 or biglou.com. An explosion in online services and platforms presents organizations with a very difficult task. How to be certain that someone is who they say they are online. If an individual is not physically in front of you holding a driver's license or other ID document, how can you be sure that they are who they claim to be or that they even exist? At iProve, our mission is to make the world a safer place using facial biometric technology. We enable organizations to maximize online security while protecting user privacy. Learn more at iProve.com. 1013. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. Coming up on WTOP, one group is offering to teach students about personal finance at home. We're asking the parents to do it. We've got more news in 60 seconds. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. 
At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually, everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain affects your mood. It really does. But that's not the only connection Dean made. A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine. But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose. They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back. Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known, but I found out in the nicest possible way. See how arch supports work for you with a free fitting. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater DC and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 10:15 as we work our way through Sunday. I'm Ralph Fox. Thanks for being with us at this hour. Well, as expected, President Joe Biden projected to win all 55 delegates in Saturday's South Carolina Democratic primary. His two challengers, Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson, are still in the race, but he remains an overwhelming favorite. On to the Republican side, former President Donald Trump remains the major favorite there. His challenger, Nikki Haley, continues to plead her case, ramping up attacks on the former president as both take aim at the GOP primary later this month in South Carolina. Ken Walsh, White House and political analyst for U.S. News and World Report, joins us with some insight. Ken, let's start on the Democratic side. Mr. Biden won nearly 97 percent of the vote in South Carolina. Voters have raised concerns, but it appears he's still dominating the ballot box. What's happening there? Well, I think this this is a case of good news for Biden because he showed that he does have uh, substantial popularity in his party. Of course, he is the incumbent, and uh, that's expected. But there were some questions about um, whether he'd get the kind of turnout that would produce this uh, 96, 97 percent um, uh, majority of Democrats in South Carolina who supported him, and, and it did work for him. So I think he showed some staying power there, and that's a positive for him. But there's on the other side, there's a lot of um, – uh, of uh, questions about Biden still, because there's now a new NBC News poll just out today that suggests that uh, Biden still has sort of systemic problems in the race. Uh, Trump leads him by five points, 47 to 42. And Biden's approval ratings on many areas are, are really awful, including on the economy, on immigration, and um, he only has a 37 uh, percent job approval rating overall. So these are really troubling signs for Biden. So on the one hand, we have uh, when the votes are counted in South Carolina, he, he's successful. But in this polls, it indicates trouble ahead for him as he uh, marches toward the nomination. But uh, Donald Trump is marching toward his nomination. Uh, he has a lot of systemic problems, too. Um, but at this point, um, it looks like a very close election coming up. Let's talk about the economy a bit more. The Economist and Numbers Wall Street is saying that the economy has been great. It's been resilient. We've uh, managed to avoid a recession. But that doesn't seem to be getting to the majority of the American people. Any idea where that That's disconnect is coming in? That's true. There's a big disconnect. Um, Biden is now starting to say this regularly, and his people are starting to emphasize this idea that there are a lot of numbers indicating the economy is doing well. The economy is strong in general. Uh, inflation has been dropping. Uh, job creation has been strong. 
But Biden is not getting credit for this. And this is a real troubling thing for for the president and for his strategists, how they fix this. Now, repetition is half the battle for them. But Biden has not shown a real instinct for doing that. He he uh, he just thinks it's going to sink in these positive uh, numbers. But in people's daily lives, that's the other problem. They're, they're not feeling it. They're still worried. This inflation has hit so many people so harshly uh, since the pandemic that um, they're worried about the future and whether Biden can can uh, keep the economy going. And he has not been able to change that unsettling feeling, that insecure feeling the, con- the country has, many people have about the economy. That's going to be a big question that we'll be talking about uh, week to week as this campaign goes on, whether he can fix that perception in his favor. So far, he's been unable to do it, and his latest polling shows that, and this remains a serious, serious problem for Joe Biden. Let's switch to the Republican side. It seems Mr. Trump and Nikki Haley are both stepping up attacks against each other, while the ongoing court cases for Mr. Trump appear to be an obstacle. Many are asking Haley to drop out. Can you see that happening? I think that she's going to certainly let this play out in her home state of South Carolina when the Republicans will vote in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, but she's way behind there, behind Trump. <clears throat> if she goes on to Super Tuesday, that will probably be her. Uh, that's where a number of big states are going to have their delegate selection. Uh, that's going to be uh, probably her Waterloo, as it, lo- it looks like at this point. I don't see how she can continue beyond that if she gets crushed by Donald Trump, as the polls indicate will happen. So I don't think that the Haley candidacy is going to last much longer. Uh, She is putting up a fight, and she's being very tough on Trump, and he doesn't like that, so there's a lot of bad blood emerging between the two of them now. And I think you're going to see more of that in the coming week or so before um, before the South Carolina Republican primary. But if she doesn't do well there in her home state, I think it's going to be very, very difficult, if not impossible, for her to overtake Biden. A lot of Republicans say that's already happened. It just she just he's just the deficit is just too large to overcome in her in her race. And um, so it looks like we're marching toward a rematch of uh, of the last time, uh, which most Americans tell pollsters they don't want that. They don't want another Biden versus Trump race, but this looks like what we're going to get. All right. Once again, Ken Walsh, White House and political analyst for U.S. News and World Report. Traffic and weather on the 8th. This one just a little bit late. Over to Steve Tresner in the traffic center. In Maryland, southbound over on the BW Parkway near 197. We do have a crash block and a lane where we're seeing delays back to 198. Traffic moving nicely on 95 between the two buildings. No current issues along the Capitol building throughout Prince George's County and Montgomery County. 270 on eventful coming down from the I-70 interchange up in Frederick. And we're good to go on Route 50 all clear from the Capitol building out to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Over in Virginia, we're still finding delays in the Fairfax area eastbound 66. On the main line, we do have a crash right after Nutley Street. Center lane at last report does get by. Within the incident, we have a broken down truck not helping things on the right side. So stay to the center of the roadway. And this incident does affect the express lanes. We have one express lane block. So keep to the left if you're traveling on the express lanes in the eastbound side of 66. 
A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their worlds, and it will certainly change your own. Unbound.org. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now look at your weather forecast. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking sunshine today and lighter winds. Temperatures up to the low 50s this afternoon as well. Then this evening into the 40s and we'll have a freeze again for early tomorrow. A chilly bus stop forecast with the afternoon on your Monday. Just like today around 50 degrees with more sunshine. I'm 7 News meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 degrees in Reston, Bethesda 22. I'm sorry, 44, 44 degrees on the National Mall as well. Coming up on WTOP, some national rankings. Not good news for the D.C. school system. We'll keep you up to date there at 1022. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. 1023 now at WTOP. National rankings say the D.C. school system is failing at efforts to teach students about personal finance. Now one group that teaches kids about money is urging parents to teach those skills at home. D.C. public schools earned an F on the newly released Nations Report Card of Financial Literacy. Here's why. They are not providing any financial literacy instruction whatsoever and no requirement to do so. And they're just literally turning a blind eye to it. Greg Merced heads up Busy Kids. It's an allowance app that shows children how to budget, save, and invest their money. Maryland earned a B on the report card. Virginia got an A because its students take money courses to graduate. Merced says time for parents to step in. We have the ability for parents to really realize I've got to take responsibility. Kids learn best by doing stuff. And if they're not, it's not going to stick. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. The D.C. school district unveiled a personal finance curriculum last year, but it hasn't been approved yet. We reached out to school leaders for comment on the story. They have not yet returned our request. Sports at 25 and 55. The Caitlin Clark Show makes its way through College Park. Tell us about it, Diane Roberts. <laughs> that literally was the first line of my script. Whoops. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay, Ralph. You know what? College Hoops Phenom, she's amazing. She and her Iowa teammates beat the Terrapins, though, 93-85 last night in front of a primetime game on network television. The Terps women gave the Hawkeyes a run for their money, going on a 23-3 run in the third quarter, but they just couldn't pull out the win. Maryland plays Rutgers Tuesday on the road. As for the men, Maryland men losing N for the sixth straight time against Michigan State, 63-54 the final in Michigan. Georgetown not able to use home field advantage as Marquette beats them convincingly, 91-57. Howard falls in a tough one to Hampton, 63-61 in the Legacy Classic. Virginia wins its sixth straight game, edging Clemson. 66-65. Also on the losing side Saturday, Virginia Tech, Navy, and George Mason. The commanders hope winning is in their future now that they have a new head coach. They will introduce Dan Quinn in a news conference tomorrow afternoon. They officially named him yesterday. As far as Quinn's staff goes, former Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury is linked to the offensive coordinator position, even though Eric Bieniemy has one year left on his contract as the commander's offensive coordinator. 
Diane.